I'm the Nevada running back James Butler, and you're listening to Pack Center. What's up, Wolfpack? Thanks for tuning in to Pack Center. I'm your host, Jordan Burns, here with sports guru Garrett Hirschberg. I want to apologize for my voice. I've got a bit of a head cold. Uh, but it was a big week for the Pack. Baseball had its opening week starting on the road to Sam Houston State, where they played for three days and then went straight to Waco, Texas, to face off against Baylor. Basketball took down Air Force on the road, and Utah stayed at home on Saturday. Women's swimming and diving made headlines as well at the Mountain West Championship, but more about that later. But for now, let's dive into baseball's long weekend on the road. Baseball didn't get off to a hot start for their season, only winning one of four games this weekend, three of them being against Sam Houston State and one of them being against Baylor. The first game they lost was a 1-0 loss against Sam Houston. The next day, they still played Sam Houston, lost 5 to f- one, sorry, 5 to 4, and Sunday the, they lost against Sam Houston 8 to 2. They just got blown out. Garrett, what went on during those games? So, in the first game of the series, the Wolfpack only got one hit, and that was by star shortstop Justin Bridgman. Granted, they were facing the uh, same, the Bearcats' ace, Keith Donica, who threw nine innings, only giving up one hit and striking out 14 batters. But for the Wolfpack, their star pitcher, Tre- uh, Trevor Sharpie, threw six and a third, five hits, one earned run, and five strikeouts. Not a bad way to start the season, but when you're comparing it to a guy who's only allowed one hit, you're not going to win. You're not you're not going to win if you don't if you get if you only get one hit. Yeah, and that's a game that we obviously lost. We he almost pitched a no-hitter for Sam Houston. Oh yeah, and uh Nevada only had two walks. So that means that three batters got on base for the Wolfpack. 3 out of 27. What a boring game that must have been to play in and to watch. Yeah, um well, if you're a Sam Houston player, <laughs> not a not a it was a great game to watch and play in, but for Wolfpack fans, yeah, um, you would like to see this team, this offense, shine a bit more. But it's not like Sam Houston dominated or anything. They were they only won by one point. One run. One run. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but it's hard to get runs. It it is honestly hard to get runs against dominant pitchers. We see this in the major leagues. You see, like a Kershaw, a Sale, a Bumgarner. They rarely allow runs, and. This is what this is what happened today. Uh, Donica just got amazing. He didn't get that good run support, but he was just that dominant. He didn't allow anyone on base, barely anyone on base. So the next game looked a little bit more exciting. Five to four, really close game, and both teams were get were were running. So what happened? Well, what happened was uh, the bats came out to play. Nevada had um, 11 hits compared to their one. Uh, they scored five runs, and this game went into extra innings. It was a it was a 5-4 game, and um, Mike Nawazowski pitched phenomenally for the Wolfpack. Seven, uh, seven innings, uh, two unearned runs, five strikeouts, and no and no walks, which is key. But he did not ha- get the win. Evan McMahon did in his two innings of work in the relief, which is kind of impressive 
especially in these late games where only one run decides the game? Uh, yeah, I mean, you said that he the he didn't really get to finish out the game, but you always have a closer for baseball. You can, it's really hard to pitch a whole nine innings without breaking your arm. It it is. Um, the Wolfpack also lit up uh, the scoreboard in home runs as they hit two. Um, Chris Marizic hit one, and Smith hit one for the Wolfpack. And that was uh, Cole Krismik's uh, first, which tied his season last year. And Keaton Smith also hit his first of the season. So he had two, he had two home runs in that game, and that's pretty much how we got that five to four victory. So what happened Sunday when we lost eight to two? Um, when, in the eight to two game, the bats um just came out for uh, Sam Houston State. They hit three home runs. Um, our starter pitcher Grant Ford only went four innings, giving up three three earned runs, walking two, and only striking out one. So I just think he they just put the ball in play, and we couldn't stop them. They had nine hits compared to our eight. Do you think it's a momentum thing that really killed us when we went off to Baylor the next day and we lost six zero? Because we lost we I mean, when you when you only go one of three games uh, in a weekend and then you go off to another team, then you just get blown out. Where's our momentum at right now? Yeah, I think that momentum is a key thing, especially in college sports. Uh, one thing that did kill the Wolfpack where they had a couple of errors, and errors normally dictate how the game goes. If the team commits more errors, they normally tend to lose, and that's what they did. The Wolfpack committed two errors compared to the Baylor one. Baylor also had more hits than us. They always say you, got, you play the penalty game. The penalty game and the turnover game is really what uh, determines the game. Yeah, and it also seems like uh, the pitchers for for Nevada kept beaming the Baylor Bears. Uh, there were three hit by pitches. Actually, no, there was only one. So some a, some wild pitching, a lot of errors, and I think Baylor just came into this game uh, with more confidence. They're now four and zero with this win. They're now four and zero, so they've played some. Confident baseball, winning their first series. And as you mentioned earlier, momentum is a key thing. It wasn't a totally bad weekend for baseball. Uh, junior outfielder, we mentioned him earlier, Cole Kramarsik. Sorry if I just butchered his name. Uh, he tallied his second home run in that game. I think it was against Baylor, right? Uh, and that he's doubled his, his home runs from last year. Coming... His freshman year, he played just a little bit, uh, and he got he had a batting average of .05, which is trash. That's, that, that's trash. That's, that's god awful. But I mean, as a freshman, what do you really expect, right? We don't know how much playing time he had. Also, thirteen. I think he had thirteen games, uh, but he just made appearances. He wasn't a starter or anything. Uh, then he came into his sophomore year and changed his game up. His batting average went from .05 his freshman year. To point three six eight, he was ranked second on the team and sixth in the Mountain West. He was one of the most improved players in the nation. So, I'm looking at his, at him this year, 
and where he's going to be going. He's definitely a player to watch. I think he's going to be a huge impact for the Wolfpack. I, I would think he's going to be like the team, one of the team leaders for the Wolfpack. And I think that he he's one of those guys that could be like one of those energy players where they're playing well, they spark the team. It's almost, we, it's, we see this a lot with Cam Oliver. I was just about to say, he, he's kind of like the Cam Oliver of the team. He's the sophomore, you know, the young guy, the young, talented individual that's going to bring your bring people out and people want to go see him. He went to, um, to Bishop Gorman in Vegas and got picked up by Nevada, and that's where he's playing here now. We mentioned Cam, Dol- Cam Oliver, and we can talk about him a little bit more. With basketball, he had a great game at Air Force. Yeah, he did. He scored, uh, t- he scored 25 points, th- 15 rebounds. But what was more impressive was he was on – I don't know why Muslim, Coach Musselman did this, but he didn't start the game. He played starters minutes, just not starting. I don't know what happened. But Leland King got Leland King and Josh Hall got the start start that normally don't. Uh, Lindsey Drew also didn't start. Um, but Nevada actually kept their foul troubles down this this game. Uh, only one player with four fouls, and that was Lindsey Drew. But you had Cam Oliver twenty five, DJ Fenner with fifteen. He's continuing his hot streak. Um, Marcus Marshall with ten, Jordan Caroline with ten. Charlie, Charlie Tooley with six. That's a key. That's a that's a key thing the announcers kept harping on while during this game against Air Force. Charlie Tooley. That's the that's that is the guy that they kept mentioning, right? Yeah. I, we we were talking about that before the show. I I don't understand why they kept mentioning the guy. He only had six points. Not like he was a huge threat out out there. But we 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 forgot to mention what the score of that game was. It was seventy eight to fifty nine for the Wolfpack. You mentioned Cam Oliver's double double. That's his seventh of the of the year, twenty five points and fifteen rebounds. Holy cow! Yeah, Nevada, Nevada out rebounded Air Force forty two to twenty two, and this is what we're used to seeing with Nevada. They they're glass cleaners. They often win the rebounding battle, and when they do, they win games. Uh, but the defense for the Wolfpack really showed up. Um, only allowing Air Force to shoot 39.3% from the field and 26.7% from the three. We had an incredible first half of that. I mean, uh, we dominated in all facets of the game. The end, we ended the half with season high 62.5% from the field and 77.8% from three. We were just, the we've said this before, the basket sometimes just seems bigger to us. Yeah, um, Nevada, on one low light, Nevada did commit 14 turnovers. That is something we would like to see reduced, especially in the coming games, especially against Boise and Colorado State. Those are two important games that are that can help bolster the Wolfpack's chances at making the tournament. This was the 17th game this season that the Wolfpack has had four or more players score double uh in double digits. We were so close to having five players. Josh Hall, the freshman, was one point and one rebound away from a double-double. But he did hit his PR for rebounds that game. So uh, he's definitely going to be a player to watch next year. He's put in uh, a little bit of work this year, 
and he's really started to shine, but I really want to see him improve in his sophomore season. Uh, another big point after that game was head coach Eric Musselman became the second coach in Wolfpack history to lead his team to back-to-back 20-win ga- win ga- uh, seasons in his first two years as head coach. Yeah, that's great for Coach Musselman. Uh, he's definitely put in the hard work, and it's great to, s- great to see how much success he's had in those two years. And the year's not even over for this season. No, it's not even close. I mean, I guess we're getting close, but... We still got a lot, and it's getting to that point in the season where every single game counts. It's so apparent after this game how important the, the next couple games are because there are three. After winning that game, seventy-seven to sixty-six, there are three teams tied for first place right now. That would be us, Boise, and Colorado. We, surpri- actually, surprisingly to me. We had a really, really, really good game against Utah State. Yeah, and this is this is a team that Nevada lost to on the road where the offense didn't show up. They turned it around today. Marcus Marshall, they turned it around in this game. Marcus Marshall dropped 22 points. Uh, Jordan Caroline and Cam Oliver both grabbed double-doubles with, with uh, Oliver having 14 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Caroline dropping in 15 and 10. DJ Fenner also added to his impressive uh, senior season, scoring 18 points. What's impressive about the Wolfpack is they shot 50% from the three-point line and 40% from the field. We haven't really seen Nevada shoot this well from the three since UNLV. Another thing that we, we mentioned a little bit of offensive stats, but defensively, we had one of the best games we've ever had. Um, Three, three players recorded 10 rebounds. That's the first time that's happened since January 9th, 1992. Really? Yeah, really. I We had an incredible defensive showing. Uh, Oliver uh, also recorded five blocks for the fifth time this season. We've just, going into this half of the season, or this end bit of the season, our players are really starting to show up. They're putting their all in, and you can see that in the last, this just the last week we've had where everyone's been putting up big numbers, big points, percentages. I can't believe like, it's not like we're just like making these shots to make shots. We're making shots and we're making them. Yeah. And especially in college basketball where you never know uh, who's going to be who, like we saw on the season, Utah state beat us. So, and I think that this is, we have some tough games coming up and I think that we have a chance to do very, very well in those games. I want to preview a little bit for the game tonight. This is a huge deal because we're going to face off against Boise at Lawler. And Boise is one of those teams that we're tied with for first. So if we win this game, we're in first place. Oh, yeah. Um, And their first matchup against the Broncos in Boise. Um. And Boise. Boise. DJ Fenner dropped 21 points. Uh, Cam Oliver at 17 in four blocks. Marcus Marshall at 18. Cam Oliver had 17 points, 15 rebounds, and four blocks. So I think uh, this was a game that the Wolfpack blew out the Broncos 76 to 57. And I think um, the Wolf, the Broncos are looking, looking back for a little bit of revenge. Uh, the Broncos didn't really get much success out of their starters. Only one of them, uh, 
Chandler Hutchinson scoring in double fig- double figures. So I think um, the Broncos are just off their game. Yeah, uh, but they're definitely going to come out and play their best here at Lawler tonight. Um, what is it going to take for the Wolfpack to beat Boise tonight? I think that DJ Fetter has to be on his game. We've seen him of late score the ball really, really effectively, and I think that he's going to continue to do well. I don't think DJ Fenner can be stopped in this in the Mountain West. Um, we've seen him drop 37, 20-plus. Um, we've just seen this outrageous scoring performance from DJ, and I think he's, he's going to be hard to stop. If we play the same way we have been for the last week against Boise, there's really no way we're not going to win, right? Knock on wood. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, with the way the Wolfpack have been playing in the last two games, it's nice to see that they've rebounded since uh, San Diego State. But the Wolfpack just needs to stay on their game, not make mental mistakes, which we've seen the Wolfpack, Wolfpack make in the past. So I think if they keep to their game, they grab the rebounds, and uh, they don't commit silly turnovers and fouls, they should win. We've got to make sure the emotion doesn't get to them. I mean – they know just as much as we do that how important this game is. Um, we've saw against at the Utah State game that Cam Oliver let his emotions get the get the best of him a little bit. There was times where he had to have I think it was DJ Fenner was had to hold him back a little bit, right? Um, so as long as they can keep their cool and remember that how important it is to keep your cool. Like if you do not if you don't keep your cool, you get that's how you get ejected from a game. And when you get ejected from a game, that's how you lose that game. Because we rely on our starters a lot. We do not have a lot of depth in our chart. Um if say Cam Oliver got taken out in the first half, that would be detrimental for the rest of the team or for the rest of the game. You can, you'd come back in the second half and be completely lost. Yeah, plus um it sort of loses these players lose the flow of the game a little bit. Um, not being on the floor for a long time as much as they're used to, they're itching to come back in the game. But coach won't put them in. Nope. But enough about basketball. I want to talk about something that we we really don't talk about as much: swimming and diving. Women's swimming and diving. They made headlines going into the 2017 Mountain West Championship at Texas A&M. Um, according to their head coach, Brandon Bray, we came into the weekend as a little bit of underdogs. Uh, we went into day one, which started on Wednesday, the 15th, and ended in second place. Um, we were right behind Boise State. Uh, we told 198 points, 98 from the dive team, and 100 from swimming. The real... The real champion of the weekend would probably have to go to Sheree Zhang. In the first day, she set two records uh, in the Mountain West. In her preliminary round of the one-meter springboard, um, she recorded a score of uh, 347.25. And then in the finals, broke that record again, with a score of 359.35. It's it's crazy what what she was doing there. I'm 
I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the most knowledgeable on swimming and diving, but the fact that she broke two two records, she broke the record earlier and then broke it again. She broke her own record, which is kind of impressive. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm not as knowledgeable in swimming and diving um, as some people are, but it's just we've seen her, Sherry, uh, do perform well. We saw this last year. I believe she won a national championship for the in the for I think it was the hundred was it the hundred meter or something. She won a national championship, which is impressive. Well, well last year she was named uh, the NCAA Diver of the Year by College Swimming uh, Coaches Association of America. Um, and then she swept the competition and the springboard national titles uh, at the NCAA tournament. So she's not she's – not, uh, she's, she's recognizable. She's recognizable. I mean, she's made a name for herself in the Mountain West and even on a national level – She's someone that is extremely impressive. Yeah, and Nevada is not really known for their swimming and diving, and then. It, but it's something that we're becoming known for. I mean, last year we did really well. This year we're doing fantastic, and it's it's a program that's growing. But there's so much more that happened in that first day. Uh, sophomore Zoe Lee came in third, and then Toma uh, Shmitova came in fifth. Uh, for the divers, um, so everyone placed in the top five in the finals. Uh, so Smitova scored a final mark of three hundred and twenty-eight point six, and oh, sorry, Lee got the final mark of three hundred twenty-eight point six, and Smitova got three hundred seventeen point three five. Um, and then in the swimming side, the two hundred yard medley consisted of junior. Jaeger Turner, uh, Emma Payne, sophomores Jamie Reynolds and Rebecca Murray. Uh, they sw- they finished their event in one minute forty seconds point seven nine, uh, which was three seconds shy of first place to finish. When you talk about three seconds, especially for swimming, that's like it's a it, it's a lot. that's a long time. Like we saw, especially a couple years. Couple Olympics ago, the the finger, the the just the like the finger touch from uh, the U.S. beating France. So it could come. Think, to, it could come down to who's taller, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who didn't cut their fingernails the night before? <laughs> or who did? Or who did? Really? Uh, then we also went to the 800 freestyle relay with senior Teresa uh, Barons and Sita Casero. Along with freshmen uh, Andressa Lima and Rebecca Murray again, they finished in second place after sw- uh, after finishing that in seven minutes seven point seven six seconds seven eight seconds, earning fifty six points for Nevada. So we started out strong. Day one, second place like behind Boise. Day two comes around, we still end in second place, still behind Boise, and we have a total of four hundred and ninety points. Uh, Cherie again sets another Mountain West record on the three-meter springboard, uh, scoring 421.45 points and then breaking the previous record by 5.87. I'm not sure if how many, like if 5.87 points is a lot, but the fact that she broke it 
mean something. And 5.8 sounds like a lot. I mean, we talked about swimming where it gets determined by a fingertip or a fingernail, you know. Records were made to be broken. Records are made to be broken. And I'm glad that we're that the, that the Wolfpack is breaking them. So, again, uh, senior Teresa uh, Barons, she won the 200-yard IM uh, title with a time of 1 minute 58.92 seconds. Uh, that's the third event that she's won at the Mountain West Championship. Day three comes around, and we lose our second-place status. We move on. We move to third with 748 points behind San Diego State just by 21 points. What is it with this this competition being similar to the uh, to basketball? I mean, we lose to San Diego State, and we're right behind Boise. I, I think coincidence? I don't know. But anyway, the pack accumulated— Swimming gate. Swimming gate. <laughs> so anyway, the pack accumulated an additional 258 points that that day. Um, I don't know much about this competition, but that's a lot of points. There's a lot of points getting thrown around here. I don't know. Um, senior Teresa Barons placed second with a time of uh, one minute forty six seconds point six eight in the two hundred yard freestyle. She was followed up by sophomore Rebecca Murray, who swam the event in 1 minute 47.60 seconds, which was good enough for fourth place for her. So there was someone in between. Um, and then freshman Lima, she finished in eighth place in the 200-yard freestyle. And that pretty much talk, covers day three. Day four, the final day of the Mountain West tournament, we finished the Mountain West tournament in third. Um Zane performed the platform dive uh, and scored 298 points in the final round to win the event. So she sw- she always sweeps the diving she's events. A, she's a champion. She is the champion. Uh, and she she won that round by more than 15 points. Um, after that, I mean, Zang was named 20, 2017th Diver of the Meet. Um this is the third win, Wait, as her three wins mark just the third time in conference history that such a feat has been accomplished. I'm still so blown away by this girl. Let's give, let's give her a hand. Uh, this is definitely more impressive to win three different events. You, to be on your A game uh, at three separate competitions, it's hard to do. It's incredible what she what she's accomplished. Um, but... Senior uh, Teresa Barons, this was her final Mountain West Championship, and she finished out her career her career placing fourth in the 100-yard freestyle, touching the wall at 49.9 seconds, um, which helped lead and helped lead the 400-yard freestyle relay team to second-place finish. Another senior that will be leaving us after this year, uh, Riley Hillbrand. She placed sixth in the 200-yard breaststroke with a time of Two uh two minutes fifteen seconds point six three and got twenty four points on the board for us. Um, we saw ten individuals from our team earn a spot on an all conference team. That'd be senior Teresa Barons, junior Cherie Zhang, sophomore Zoe Lee, uh, Aranxia Algira, uh, Riley Hillbrandt, Sita Carisso, 
Sorry for butchering all these names. Uh, Tomas Matova, Andressa Lima, uh, Lima, and then sophomore Rebecca Murray and Caitlin Richardson. They're all be going off to the. They're all named all conference team. Uh, swimming isn't done yet. We got an, their next event takes place March sixth to the eighth, where they'll be going to Flagstaff, Arizona, to compete at the NCA Zone E Diving Championships, and we wish them the best of luck. And it looks like we're running out of time here on the show. So thanks for tuning in to Pack Center. Again, I'm your host, Jordan Burns, here with sports guru, Garrett Hirschberg. Make sure to go follow us on our social medias, Twitter, at Pack Center NV, Instagram, at Pack Center Nevada, and Snapchat, at Pack Center. Another special thanks to uh, the Reynolds School of Journalism, Wolfpack Radio, Joe Crowley Student Union. As always, thank you so much for letting us produce our show and being there to support us. Our fans, thank you. More engagement would be awesome, so make sure to go follow us on Twitter. Talk to us. We post from all the games. we got people helping us out now. We're really starting to grow. Uh, one thing before we go, again, go Wolfpack! Oh, my God.